Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to another episode of The Mystical Matchmaker. I am your host, Marla Martinson, and I'm so excited. I'm doing a fun interview today on this full blue blood eclipse moon. It's so magical out there. We've got so much energy swirling around, and I have a really special show and guest for you today. Uh, Yes, I'm a matchmaker. I'm a real-life Cupid. I connect soulmates, but I also know that Unless you love yourself and love your life, you're not going to call that person in. So some of the things I'm interested in is spirituality, the paranormal, magical things. And one of my favorite people and girlfriends is Karen Dahlman. And we have so much fun together diving into the mystical. And uh, I'm going to be talking to Karen today. And she is a, she's known as a leading expert Ouija-ologist, you guys. Within the paranormal and metaphysical circles, she's very well known. Since 1973, Karen has been directly communicating with her spirit friends via the, are you ready, the Ouija board, while receiving consistently profound and relevant messages from the varying consciousness and sentient beings with whom she maintains relationships. She's the author of The Spirit of Ouija, Four Decades of Communication and The Spirit of Alchemy, Secret Teachings of the Sacred Reunion, and Karen holds a master's degree from the University of New Mexico in archetypical art therapy and is experienced in hypnosis and past life regression. She's smart, she's beautiful, she's fun, and she is here. Welcome, Karen. Hey, thanks, Marla. Thank you for having me. And uh, you know what? I'm going to hire you as my agent. (laughs) You make everything sound great. (laughs) Well, you are great. So, so, um, you know, you guys, Karen and I also do something really fun um, on our YouTube channels. We have a series called The Women of Ouija, and we've done, gosh, maybe about 70 videos over the past uh, three years of uh, really fun videos on the talking board, communication board, Ouija board, communicating with the other side. Uh, we make it fun. We wear our witches' hats, and we want people to know that there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, so, Karen, let's dive into that part. Uh, right away and dispel some of these myths and and, uh, how you got into this and how you you have such a positive spin on the board. Sure, that's a great place to start. First, I'd like to say everything I'm saying today, just remove the word talking board or Ouija board because what we're going to be talking about is we all can do this. This is natural stuff. It's not the board that does the stuff. The board, the board is just a chunk or a hunk of cardboard. Most boards are cardboard today that you buy in the store. Or mine from 73, circa 73, was masonite. Although I do have a collection of really cool old wooden Ouija boards because I just I'm into the art. I'm into the history of it. But whatever we talk about today, remove that from the equation and hear the message. It's truly about the messages that you receive 
And there is nothing, I don't care what anybody will tell you, there is nothing negative about it. If you want negativity, you will attract that. But if you want positivity, you will also attract that. That's the beauty of when you do this type of work, reaching into the other realms. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's, um, well, let's just talk about a little bit of the history you were talking about, because before 1970, when was it, 73, that the exorcist came out, or early 70s? That's um, right. Yeah, before that, I mean, mid-1800s, all the spiritualists were using it. And just talk a little bit about that and, and uh, how that came about, you know, with the world, with the yeah, war. Sure. And, so, so you're, yeah, Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. So 73, it was December 26, 1973, when the Exorcist movie came out. Now, the book came out a couple of years earlier, but it was, in, it was that December 26 that the, the movie was released, and everybody went, oh, wow, either I've got to get aboard or I've got to be afraid of it. Before that, there wasn't too much fear about it, although there are always, always, with anything that's mysterious and enigmatic, you're going to have stories created and stories told. There's a lot of folklore. Uh, we call that Ouija-fishions <laughs> that crops up around it. But, yes, Marla, <laughs> you're right. It was in 1886 when the very first talking board was discovered, and it was called the Witch Board, W-I-T-C-H, Witch Board, and it was given to the president. Uh, Cleveland at the time for his marriage. It was given to him from the toy company that manufactured it. Now, you guys, this board was created, uh, whether it was the witch board or the Ouija board. Now, the Ouija board came out in 1890, but 91 it received its patent from the trademark, uh, tr- trademark and patent from the United States uh, Patent Company, um, government, I should say. And it was, it was actually marketed as a novelty item or toy. It was just considered a fun thing to do. You've got to remember now, put yourself back there in the late 1800s. We, people at that time, we were just sitting in our parlors after dinner. There was no radio. Uh, of course, no TV. Um, hard to imagine. But, yes, they, people would sit around. And because we had the Civil War going on in the late 1800s, uh, people wanted to converse and understand that they're their loved ones were still alive. People at that time were going to usually mediums or large revival, revivalist meetings and whether it be some kind of somebody doing a seance, but then they realized we could do this ourselves. Now, this is really interesting because now it was like a do-it-yourself in a box. You could just pull this board out, and next thing you know, you're able to communicate with your deceased loved one, or at least that's what they thought they were doing. And um, that went on and on. And so in the 1920s and 30s and 40s, hey, we had two, two uh, world wars. People were also reaching out to the board. And it was so popular. It was not a scary thing. And Marla, quite often people would go to, to uh, church on Sunday, but then, you know, on Saturday night they might have pulled the leash board out. There was no conflict with the religion and using this, this toy. Back then it was a toy. Yes, and, and people did. And then um... – People did use it to connect with their loved ones on the other side, and it gave them some comfort because people were, were there was a lot of dying with all of these wars and loss. So it was That's a wonderful right. thing. And yeah. It's a, it was a wonderful thing, and it gave them, gave them solace and comfort and allowed them to grieve and have some closure. It was, it was actually a really beautiful thing. Now, it's not the board, you guys, that makes this work. It's ourselves. 
So we don't realize how empowered, how really powerful beings that we are. And when we start using tools like this, or whether it's tarot cards or the I Ching or some kind of a ruins or doing some kind of divination, it's not the tool. The tool just gives us an excuse, a permission, a, 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 a pathway into these other realms. And that's what's really going on here. We are really doing all this work ourselves. Yes, and I remember, you know, when I was on, uh, we've both been on Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie, and people will call in, and, and I remember somebody asking me, because I used, the, you guys, if you don't know, I used the board, too. I had a little, a little. Um, I don't have the, the actual Ouija brand, but I have different little talking boards I love to use, and I talk to my angels, and they're saying, well, why would you have, you know, these beings tell you what to do? And I said, well, they don't <laughs> tell me what to do. They they give insight. They give wonderful um uh, just loving, loving uh, responses. But now I will say somebody, uh, you know, sometimes somebody will contact you and say, you know, tell me I want to know where I'm going to move or when I'm going to meet my soulmate or they want you to do kind of like a fortune telling um, kind of thing where I would say, I don't know about you, but I think you're the same where our our guides and spirits kind of tell us what we need to know now and give us loving support rather than being like a, an oracle telling us the future. I'm so glad you brought that up because people do write to me and ask me that, and, and that's not what the guides do. The guides will never do your work. The guides will never rob you of, the, of your involvement within your own life. They will never say, hey, you need to move to Derby, Kansas hey, you need to move mm-hmm. to San Francisco, California. They're not going to tell you that. They're, instead, they're going to say, what within yourself are you aligned with that's going to allow you to make better decisions within your life? They're going to help you do the work yourself. That's the key. They will never, ever, ever tell you what to do. And if you ever work with these tools, and if you ever are told what to do, run for the hills. <laughs> run for the hills and never look back because then something is coming in and trying to Take over the whole idea, you guys, about being a human being, part of humanity, is that we are learning to evolve. This is where it gets very spiritual and esoteric. We are learning to evolve ourselves into our greatest self. Secret here. That is the secret. And to do this, we have to take chances. We have to uh, get to know ourselves better inside. We are pushed in directions to make mistakes because guess what? It really isn't a mistake after all because it puts you in the next spot you're supposed to be. We just don't get that. We can't see the bigger picture sometimes. But but one of the things, and this is one of my big platforms about using this tool, is that you can start connecting to your higher self. And Marla, I spent four years, it was 1989 uh, through 93, where I did nothing but speak to my higher self uh, using the board, and I did this with two other people. And one of the persons actually is in, my, is in the end of the book, uh, The Spirits of Ouija. She gave me a write-up about her experiences doing that. I thought that was such <laughs> a profound thing because I thought, if I can talk to the deceased, why couldn't I? And I, back then I was starting to talk to animals. Why couldn't I speak to my part of myself that's beyond my physical encasing, my corporeal experience as a human being, but reach into these other realms of myself that exist you know, way out there beyond my physical body. And so that's what I did. And doing that really taught me um, that we have this ability, this awareness within us that is so empowered that really can direct us. And when I started doing that, that, got, that allowed me, that taught me to be more aligned with that in my life. 
So when I do make decisions, I, can, I, I don't go, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Um, I will say, okay, that's a choice I made, now I move forward. So it gives you this, this little extra bit of empowerment behind your choices and what you do. Yeah, and it's so magical. And when I connected with my angel on there, I mean, I thought I didn't, as before that happened, I'd always, you know, I'd had angel um, paintings in my house and angel little statues. I loved angels, but I didn't know, you know, I figured, well, angels must be real, but I never had any experience with them. And when I'd hear of, like, let's say Doreen Virtue or some of these famous angel people uh, talk about, oh, yes, this angel saying that, this saying, and I'm like, what, really? Come on. I, she's hearing angels. I just, it, was hard for, it was hard for me to buy it. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And, uh, and then when, when my first experience on the board with my friend Julie, and it, uh, well, actually it was the second, second try, and uh, some, I said, who is this? And, and it spelled angel, and then it spelled guardian. And I was like, wow. And from that uh, since 2000, late 2013, I've had that wonderful relationship with my two guardian angels. And then um, my friend's deceased father, uh, had come, he still comes through. I guess he's one of my guides. I've never met the man in, 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 in life. I did not know him. Uh, but he, he likes it that I'm connected with his son after uh, many years and uh, likes to check in. And, and he's, it's, it's kind of cool that he was a real savvy businessman. So sometimes I'll ask him some business uh, questions. What do you think about this? You know, what do you think about my coaching programmer? (laughs) Just get some, get some positive feedback there, but, but uh, yeah. And so, you know, a question that we always get Karen is how do you know that it's not a demon coming through? People always go to the negative, always go to the scary at first. So what do you say to that? Yeah, that's a, Fantastic question, and, and yes, I get asked this all the time, or I get accused of it, that it's a, a negative demon. You guys, look. All right, it's 1973. Do the math. I've been doing this for 45 years. I'm in my 50s, <laughs> so I've been doing it for 45 years. My God, if you could see inside my life, I'm really happy with where things are in my life. And, and Karen and is I just, healthy, beautiful, and successful, and oh, loving you. her life. So there's no uh, negativity that has come to, come into her life doing this for five so, years. So, okay. Mom, so thank you. That's so sweet of you. But I love it because people will say to me, and then I, and they'll say, oh, you're talking to a demon, and you better repent. And I'm thinking, that's very negative. What do you know about my life? <laughs> hey, let me tell you what, and I'll play devil's advocate here. Ha-ha, devil, that's funny. Demon, okay. <laughs> um, if, if things were so bad and demonic and, I mean, you would think my life would have just been hell. A pure hell, right. but it's, it, you know, look, I have ups and downs. We all do. That's life. My guides aren't going to live it for me. I have to make my own decisions, and I haven't made always the best, and things are up and down. But overall, I have to look back and say I'm really, really blessed. Now, look, I've been, again, I've been doing the board regularly, consistently over all of those years. Yes, I started as a child, and um, I didn't know what I was doing, and I just progressed through it. But to just denounce someone who uses such a tool that that this is demonic or evil or something is just, to me, that's just uh, ignorance, flat-out ignorance, because you haven't been educated in how these tools can work. Now, I mean that with all sincerity. My heart is open because I know people really are, are into what they believe, um, and that's fine. I am too. But I also say just be open to the messages. Forget the method. Be open to the messages. 
Um, people don't like the board because it is enigmatic. It's mysterious. There are no rules or directions typically with the board. There are a few now on the back of the box. There were a few on the board when you first got it. But it never really talked about what the heck is going on with this. And so that allows a lot of projections. So people can really project upon it their own fears, their own excitement about it. And when I did as a child, I projected my excitement about it. And since I did that, that's all I got was exciting, fun, adventurous, explorative things. It was about discovering what's going on in these other dimensions. And it just progressed from that. So it's really, it's, it's truly, again, not the tool. It's not the fact that, I, that I, I've opened some portal to hell. It's that I've opened up myself within to be able to see with my inner eye, to be able to feel with my heart, to be able to know such incredible beings that are there. They're just like an inch from us. They're right there within your grasp, within your reach, within your words, and they're here to help us. And look, the Bible and many other books that are sacred around the world, you can go to any indigenous culture or other religions, they talk about these beings. And just because somebody wants to say, oh, you can't do this, you're not God, well, I'm going to disagree. We are all an expression, an extension of God of source, and therefore we all have these abilities within us, and now it's time to awaken Beautifully said, beautifully said. And also, you know, Karen and I can even just write the alphabet on a piece of paper, on a paper bag, and we can use our finger, we can, it, and it'll guide us uh, to the messages. It's, we don't have to use a board. Um, and then we've gotten off the board. So Karen and I both had, at one point, we were talking, and we said, you know, we love the board, but it's going to be a lot faster if we can just channel our guides <laughs> off, you know, off the board. And so what I did was I said to my angel, I said, listen, I'd really like to get off the board. Let's try automatic writing. I'm going to put my hands on the keyboard on my computer and try to hear the messages. And then she said, okay, you know, on the board, she spells, okay, let's do it. And I uh, do. And I give angel readings. So if anybody wants a reading, you can go to my website, marlamartinson.com. It's only $15 and I'll channel channel mirth and give you a message and it, people love it they say it's accurate um beautiful messages and karen you tell us your experience of getting off the board oh yeah i, I remember we had this conversation a few years ago we both were very excited about it My, and, and by the way the guides that i work with on board have been asking me to get off the board they said you know this is getting <laughs> cumbersome and it's getting in our way of the messages you know um they come through so quickly and i and it's hard yeah. to and, and you've seen me work do this work it's verbose they have pages to say a lot of times not not just a quick answer yes or no they have paragraphs and they go on for a whole lesson plan they call it their lesson plans of the day and they go on and on because there's there's just so much to say and 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 when it's just me and them directly without a partner or without the board in between us it's like it just comes through so much better so yeah that's that's been my goal um and it's been actually their goal too for me because it's what i wanted not because it's what they wanted again they're not telling me what to do they support me in the direction i want to go and they understand that i would receive as you said marla so well is that we receive the messages so quickly it's like a transmission and for it to come in um when you can do it verbally or through your mind it's so much faster and so 
Um, and by the way, they're here right now. They're always with me. Um, and when I tune into them or talk about this, I can really feel their presence. And they, and they, a lot of times when I'm talking, they will come through and you won't even know the difference because it's like what they call it is they call it, we speak W E E we along W E E speak or vocal. We, when we talk and a lot of times when I'm doing my shows or, or that they'll come through. Now I will say this, Marla, I'm, I'm doing more public channeling, uh, when, when I just let them come through and I step aside and I did a few times on my, I did, I do live, um, open message circles. I call them and, or you can call them seances, whatever you want to call them. They're not really ghosts. Um, these are ethereal beings that have never been born in a body. They're of light energy and, and they're extension of source. They come through and I just step aside inside of myself. I allow their voices, words to come through my mouth and they talk instead of using the board. So I'm doing more and more of that um, because there is so much more to say and it's a faster process. Although I do love educating about this tool because that's all it is. Educating people, this tool is like a springboard. (laughs) It's a starting place, a jumping off place too. Uh, to learn to tap into these incredible uh, bil- abilities we have within us. So I use the tool as a platform for that as well, that, that this is a, an, an, it's, an, it's an opportunity. To, the tool becomes an opportunity to begin to develop your six senses. And so I talk a lot about that. I write a lot about that. And by the way, I have so many articles I write about this. You can go to my website at KarenADalman.com, and you could read, you could start downloading and read all that stuff. It's all for free, and, and, and it talk, I talk all about this, this wonderful, glorious tool. And, and then I also give uh, messages that have come through um, the guides that they'd love to share with you guys. Yeah, I love how you say 1-800-WEJA-4-U. It's basically a wireless cosmic <laughs> phone. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Let me, a lot of people don't know in my, in my uh, day life, I develop um, and, and install towers that make your cell phones work, the infrastructure for your cell phone. And that's right. what my company specializes in. Yeah, so I love it because I'm wireless. I work on the wireless yes. infrastructure. And to me, this board is a wireless phone. It's a cosmic wireless phone where you can talk to any you guys ready for this any and every sentient being that is out there this could be okay here we go this could be extraterrestrials as marla mentioned Mm -hmm. angels this could be guides this could be deceased loved ones it could be your pets that are dead it can also be your pets that are right here right now alive i talk to my live cats all the time and and other people's pets it can be anything from from cryptids i mean really you name it you can do it i know it sounds crazy i never would have believed this if i wasn't doing it myself (laughs) so that's where i am with it It, it it's a wireless phone uh, yeah i was i i was blown away when that when the planchette started moving with me and julie but i will say if you guys do want to try it and you sit down to do it alone, it probably won't work because you've got to have the right energy. Once I was attuned to Reiki and had some energetic attunements and was meditating and doing some spiritual work on myself, then I could use it alone. And my angels told me it was the energy that wasn't right, that I couldn't do it. Um, and it did take me about eight months of t- trying, you know, for at least like five or ten minutes every night um, before it worked. And it doesn't always work with every person because I, my friend Julie it worked with, of course, Karen and our friend Linda Salvin. But when I tried it with my hubby or with some other people, sometimes it wouldn't work. So if somebody like my husband completely doesn't believe in it, doesn't like it, it thinks it's evil, so it wouldn't budge one inch. <laughs> so isn't that interesting, yeah, that's, Karen, that's, how if somebody that's, doesn't believe that's a it? Great, yeah. yeah. 
That's a great point you bring up because this tool, it's just, again, it's just, a, it's just a tool. It's not for everybody. And it really will, it, because it's you that works, you have to believe in yourself to do this. You have to believe in yourself and want it to. Now, you don't have to say, oh, I've, it's worked for me before for it to work. It's just that you've got to be open to the possibility of using this tool and then you aligning with the energies to allow it to work for you. That's it. Simply, that's it. It's with anything. I mean, not everybody uh, seems like they can do, you know, psychic readings or mediumship or channeling, uh, although I do believe we all can. Maybe not to, the, not to the greatest degree, but we can all do all this. It's just a matter of attuning yourself. Like, like Marla said, she works with her energies and stuff. And I just started at such a young age. I would, you know, when you're young, like at the age of eight and seven, you, you believe in magic, your magical thinking. And so because I believed in Santa Claus, I believed in the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny. I mean, I believed in Guardian Angels. I was raised Catholic. And to me, it, the world was full of magic. And so it was just, it was a no-brainer. I got on the board, immediately worked for me. And I just took that into adulthood with me. and It just worked all the time. But I have sat there with other people as partners. I've worked with many partners, you can imagine, over the years. Over the last 40, it'll be 45 years this summer, Marla, when I got started. So it's oh, been a long gosh. time to work, 44 yeah. and a half, almost 45. Yeah. And I worked with many, many people over the years, and not all of them could do it with me. Although I can always do it by myself or I can always do it with somebody, they couldn't. They couldn't get beyond that. Right. And that's, that's okay. Again, it's just a tool. You don't need this. Take the board, set it aside, and then just work on allowing, you know, your deceased loved ones to talk to you. You can start there with dreams or allow them to talk mm-hmm. to you in your mind and write it down. I mean, you don't need to use this tool, um, but you, you can, and you can have mm-hmm. great success with it too. But it's not for everybody. It really isn't, and it may not work for everybody. Right, and we're not trying to tell everybody to try it, but we just would love to dispel the myths of of the the scariness of it and the evilness of it. You know, we just love for people not to demonize it. It's just a piece of uh, cardboard or, you know, masonite. (laughs) So it is is just um, neutral, a neutral tool. And it is always fascinating how people are, the same people would maybe not be afraid of tarot cards or not be afraid of a pendulum or not be afraid of doing candle magic or not be afraid of going to a psychic, but they're afraid of, of the, piece of, the, the um, piece of cardboard with the alphabet on it. So it is kind of interesting, and I know it's just because of what they've heard and been told, and that just shows how humans can be very uh, gullible and that we can be very swayed by just hearsay. So I think you've got to delve into the history and um, really decide for yourself. That's right. And, you know, there's a great group out there. I'm a member of it now. It's called the Talking Board Historical Society. There's 11 of us in the world, and we are there to dispel the myths and really celebrate and honor the rich history of the Talking Board. So it's TBHS, TalkingBoardHistoricalSociety.org. Come check us out. Now, you're going to find there there's some enthusiastic collectors. I mean, these people have, like, thousands of boards. Robert Mersch is reportedly the biggest collector in the world with over a thousand boards and he has a museum in in his house in his basement he's converted one whole floor uh to the board and you're going to see more and more of him on tv he's on tv all the time anyway but you'll see more and more of him Um, but go check it out and and from there you can go to people's websites all these people have websites and they are either major collectors of the planchette or they're artists who create their own boards, um, or like me, who uses them and talks about them. Um, and you and you could just learn a lot about the history. I, yeah, Marla, I, I concur. Learn about the history. 
uh, learn why it was created. Uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it was really a novelty item or a game, it, toys, what it was patented as. And understand, you know, a little bit more about it. And then you can, you'll see its rise and then its fall from grace uh, from the parlor rooms as soon as The Exorcist came out. And then, of course, you guys, Hollywood, I mean, they know how to market stuff. They know what to take that's a pop icon in our culture and use it and twist it into some really interesting ways. And they did that. They do it so brilliantly. So I'm not, I'm not against that. I think that's fun. That's fun because that, I, know, I know the truth for myself with this tool. But they took it and, you know, we got Witchboard, all these movies, Ouija, all these movies that are yeah. out there that use the board and just to scare you. But you know what? It works. Everybody's scared. It works. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, you guys, we love it. And look how positive and fun we are. So anyway, we just <laughs> so you guys, I, I, we're, we're almost coming to the end, but I'd encourage you, if you want to check out um, our, our videos, um, we have so many fun ones. You can just even Google uh, the women of Ouija, uh, you know, or Marla Martinson and Karen Dahlman. Go to Karen's website, and her last name is spelled D-A-H-L-M-A-N, so KarenADahlman.com. Check out her book, Ouija and the Spirit of Alchemy. Go to my website. Go to my website, uh, MarlaMartinson.com, and uh, get your free self-love guided meditation and uh, ebook full of affirmations. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening in, and much love to everyone. Thank you for joining me, Karen. Oh, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure and a joy to chat with you, Marla. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.